Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Caribe's Witch Podcast, where we're going to talk about spirituality, self-care, and herbalism. So let's talk about it, guys. Mercury retrograde. It started. What do we do? Everyone starts to panic. The internet starts to crash. Technology fails. And it's so funny because it's so true. But what do we do? So first, let's start to dive in and think about what has what is mercury what is mercury retrograde trying to tell us what is the lesson here so mercury is uh started oh started february 16th which was sun in aquarius moon in sagittarius and mercury in pisces important that mercury is right now in the pisces zodiac sign which lets us know that this retrograde will be all about emotions emotions and emotion you're going to feel a little bit nostalgic. Also, the moon was vanning or entering or going towards the uh, the new moon. So during this time, usually, people are told or it's a custom to study, to practice protective magic, um, something like burning uh, Palo Santo, sage, um always carrying your obsidian around always having um the evil light uh blue evil light protection around the red uh string around your uh bracelet um good time to just burn and burn some candles some black candles some white candles um a lot of protective magic um there's a little secret why that is the thing to do um what I've heard is that because there's no light, uh, dark magic usually rises during new moon seasons. So that's why that is usually recommended. So back to the retrograde and back to the lesson of emotions and bullshit emotions. It would be that I, I'm going to jump back and highlight how this also starting on February 16th, having it be a, uh, having it be a Sunday and Sunday being ruled by the sun, which also shines light into your ego, into yourself. Um, we're learning that this retrograde will probably bring up and surface some old hidden emotions in from yourself. Um, uh, usually, uh, another thing to like promote this and, 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 to bring or mix in more emotions to this already fueled um, retrograde. Um, and it's especially fueled because remember, the moon is in Sagittarius, giving you the courage um, and the confidence in a way, an inner confidence. This is in a positive side. Like, I'm a moon in Sagittarius, and I know that Sag is all about being courageous, taking on a new task. Um, and all about expansion because the father or excuse me not the father but the, the sign is ruled by jupiter so expanding you moving into something new but because you're moving into something new this might be bringing or triggering some old habits and old habits are stored in emotions um when you're going through something and you don't want to deal with it or pro- or process it right away your body like fat, which is a good association, um, let's use you overeating and you not burning those calories, which your body does is take this energy and stores it as fat. So your emotions, when you go to go through things or, um, 
something happens and you don't digest those emotions, what happens is, is they get stored back into your a part of your brain where you're not thinking about it right now, but it's waiting for a moment to arise. What's happening is that retrogrades tend to let that moment come forward, which is good, which allows you to then deal with it, process it, and then be able to move forward and take this energy of Sagittarius and expand. And especially, we should never take into or never take lightly when we're in the when we are in the energy of Aquarian Aquarius energy, just because all of the good and bright ideas that can come forward and flourish from this moment. Also, if you're a gardener and thinking about when is the time to plant your tree or plant your um, your flowers or plant whatever you want to do, garden, tend the garden that you want to harvest from, um, this is a good period to do that. And if you're also building a business, this is another good period to do that. When you're facing, you're jumping into new projects, it's February, heading into March, you're almost done with your first quarter, you have to meet numbers, you have to meet a quota, and here, you're, you're presented with such, um, with, with triggers that might have been hidden in the past, but now you have to face and digest them. So that's what I think this Mercury retrograde is going to be all about. Um, it also, Sun entering Pisces. The Mercury was already in the Pisces state, but then we'll be moving into areas. So you will be grounded. We will be leaving the stage. It will only last until March 9th, where we end this with a full moon. So don't, you know, don't don't think all of this is just to waste and to scare people. Retrogrades are not usually bad. They're usually really good. We all keep a positive outlook to everything that comes towards us as humans. So, time check. So, that's that. That's a, that's, that leaves me feeling good. That leaves me feeling with the idea that the good solve to this Mercury retrograde, to feeling... Um, to come across with all these feelings, especially during the time of love, February is like the happiest moment, but also could be the most bitter moment, right? You, it depends on your relationship status. Um, but this is why I also promote self-love, because I just saw this cool post on Instagram that relationship is all universal, right? It's all what you put out, like what you give is what you get back, Um is it's been that it's it's been dominated a little differently, but there's actually good people out there that when you give good things, good give, good love, good attention, good energy, that these people are able to magnify that energy you give them and pour it right back to you. And those are the people that you should be around. That is your tribe. I mean, that is your. It is supposed to happen. It's your alignment. It's synchronicity at its best. It's like yes, this is your tribe. Your ideas should be shared within this corner. Um, that's just me just sharing that to anyone who that resonates with. That's super cool. I hope that all works out. But taking all of what we've learned of Mercury, yes, it started in Aquarius. The moon was in Sagittarius. Innovation, courage, expansion. We're learning that Mercury was in Pisces. Yes, it's going to be all about emotions. It's going to be, you know, you're going to have some 
misunderstandings, but Mercury usually reveals the hidden traumas that need light, that darkness, that skeleton in the closet when it comes to your emotions. So you're able to be stronger in the future and have nothing to hold you down. So that usually allows you another thing for, for people who set resolutions in January, sorry, set resolutions in January. This is a good time to review your progress and, and evaluate where you are. And if maybe, you know, your goal was to lose 20 pounds and you've lost 10 and you want to reevaluate your goals and maybe say, you know what, 10 was enough and 10 more in like two months works as well. Like maybe you want to reevaluate uh, your business plans and you want to reevaluate people you are hanging around with and what you're giving energy to and what takes the most energy at this point in time because ahead of you you have the rest of the year and I do wish that everyone is working towards the best 2020 they have ever planned and my like literally pushing and accomplishing all their dreams so at the end of the year we can all just sit here remnants of how great the year was and prepare for this awesome 20 21 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 and 30 i'm jumping all the way a decade because this, it's going to be an awesome year um we started the year in a great on a great foot so why not let me be that that daily dose of positivity that you get every day because I have like a bunch to give out. So to sum this all up, stay in gratitude, stay with love in your heart, stay with positivity, energy. And I'm not saying that when you go through the retrograde, and you hit rock bottom, when you hit a moment where you feel like you need to regroup your thoughts, not to always be, you know, it's okay not to always be happy, but let's all keep in in mind or in sight that our mind is powerful and our mouth is powerful. And usually um, we want to make sure we're setting our spells right, right? Whatever we speak, we manifest. We are brilliant, powerful, and divine Thank you so much for being with me for the last 10 minutes. I hope to see you for the next one. Bye. Hi, everyone. Hi, Soul Family. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. So I'm going to make sure I'm as knowledgeable as I can. And in 10 minutes, I'm going to drop a little bit of, a little bit of treats and and tips here, a little bit of beauties, and we're going to focus on moon magic today. So, uh, I practice moon magic. Um, I believe truly that we are with, we are so connected to the moon that why not have the moon help us plan for a better future? Why not have the moon help us plan, execute projects? So let's start with the big all that we all know, right? We know what the full moon is. How? Right? That's exactly what we do when the full moon's out. We see it, we start taking pictures, posting it on Instagram. We're so happy the moon is out. We're like, thank the Lord. 
Woo! Um, I'm Dominican, so when the full moon was down, mom was like, everyone's acting a little cry cry because the moon is like full energy, drawing it in. Um, it's big and bright in the sky, it's definitely claiming its territory. Um, and it's lighting the world around us. Like imagine the time when we didn't have electricity, right? Imagine how beautiful the world must have looked. A little dark, but imagine what a full moon looked like when the world didn't have electricity. That's beautiful. So let's talk about the full moon, which you already know. What you're gonna do during the full moon is that you're always going to harvest from your endeavors, the ones you've set, right? The the, plan, the ones you've set and planned prior to the full moon. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but it's also a good, another good time to always set intentions. Like, what do you want to do the next time you get to the full moon? If you don't want to wait for the new moon. Like, there's always, there's so many ways to plan. But the full moon's all about, I what I like to do is a lot of divination uh, during the full moon. Um... But overall, I'm just going to kind of read a little expert here from this like book about the moon to make sure that I'm always being extremely factual and um, being able to like just express what this all means. So, yes, we spoke about, yeah, the full moon. I'm just making it all back here. Yeah, full moon, which is always also considered, the, yeah, the time when you harvest from what you get. Uh, this full moon is usually ruled. The full moons are usually a place where you are recognizing, achieving, finding a solution to something, or feeling fulfilled. Okay? So what happens on its way, we're going to move clockwise with this. What happens at that on its way to the new moon, the full moon will enter something called the wanning period, right? So the wanning it's the first stage of the wanning period or wanning section or stage is wanning gibbonous. And this is the time where you have really taken in or digested what the full moon message was. What did you harvest? What did you recognize? What did you achieve? What did you solve? Having this information, right? Going ahead and being introspective, thinking about it yourself. What did you do? What did you gain? What are some new goals? What do you want to change? How can you be greater? Um, this is a lot of internal time. Wanning period is a lot of internal. It's not so much external how it is when you're walking or getting towards the full moon, but what you're doing is you're, you're taking in everything you received from the universe on the full moon. You're taking that in. You're saying, what have I learned? What can I do better? And as you're developing through the phases of the wanning period, in, a, in when we're talking about moon phases, you're gonna realize how you can really, um, really, really do achieve a lot of healing through the moon um, in its phases. So the next period of of, of, of the waxing, I mean, excuse me, of the wanning period is that we enter something called the third quarter, where is a time where you might have found some things that might have give, given you hiccups or something. Usually a wanning period, people have the intentions to like let go, like, oh, I'm gonna release you. Like, why should I release you if you're no longer serving me? And what you're doing is you're starting to work towards that, like releasing things that are not aligned to you. Maybe there's something you learned in your full moon reading or full moon download that maybe you need to shave up a couple of things, shave off a couple of people, shave off a couple of things, move to, not move to, don't do nothing during the wanning period, but it's actually just thinking about how to lighten up the load and be able to take yourself to the next stage that you envision yourself being. So 
that's what, you know, the third quarter um, <clears throat> usually means. And sometimes you call the third quarter um, your dissementing uh, moon, which is just that three quarters of the moon is in light and one quarter is like the darkness because it's entering that stage. Um, so what that usually resonates with, it's like, you know, um, you, uh, the responsibility, um, your confidence, how you feel, your commitments, like, is it the right, is it the one for you? Should you be working on this? Um, so the next stage is, you know, the wedding crescent, and this is when you surrender, right? I completely do this. I've learned a lot about surrendering and not always being in control because I have to let my ancestors and my spirit, and I said that with a big breath, you know, it's like, oh, I'm so used to being in control. Um, I'm very, I, I'm ruled by, you know, a lot of Capricorn, a lot, uh, two Virgo, two Virgo rules, two of my planets, Capricorn rules about three. Um, so I'm very grounded in my natal chart. So actually sometimes letting go, um, can be quite challenging or surrendering can be quite challenging. And I, you know, you always have to appreciate surrendering, appreciate giving up things because sometimes holding too tight on something could be worse. You know, when you're holding on a rope and someone's tugging on the other side and you got that rope all around your, you know, your hands wrapped around your hands and someone's tugging or there's a weight. I mean, or if you're like, you know how it happens. The rope starts to tighten up real closely on your hands and fingers and starts to like, you start to get rope burn. You start to feel pain. You start to bleed on that side because you're holding so much. So it's time to let surrender and let go. But like whatever universe, take over. Take the wheel, take the wheel, moon, steer it right. <laughs> so this is a good opportunity from learning of whatever you downloaded from the full moon, whatever you introspected, whatever you decided to release and let go, actually surrendering, surrendering to that energy. And then getting excited because the minute you start surrendering, what happens is that a lot of yes doors might close because they weren't suitable for you, but the new moon is coming to open up abundance. You know, when I say abundance, I mean to say like so many opportunities. New moon brings that new beginning, clean slates, a fresh start feeling. Um, so yes, why not be so excited for this to come through? Why not be grateful that you know that you have a moment in time where you know that if you felt like you did not take action on something and this thought probably didn't get manifested properly or let's say something, it slipped your mind last, you know, new moon. And you want to make sure you actually take action on this for the next full moon or maybe for the following two full moons, right? Um, that you can take those actions now and, and you'll be able to just, what I did just to, cause today I had a new moon healing circle is that we actually spoke about fear and how we can take fear, shine some light, find the way that we associate with fear and be able to get, transmute the energy from dark to light. So for me, example, I, I shared uh, my fear of not having money, um, how it feels, because I know that I am thinking, I, I, my Venus is in Virgo, so I am thinking about family, home, I'm thinking about how can I make them better, how can I help myself help them, how can they help the community to help everyone, and how can we reach, um, you know, being a first, uh, first generation immigrant, how can we help you know, establish generational wealth 
for our family. Um, how do I help my mother stop struggle, struggling so much? So those are the fears that I face. Um, it's usually with money or it's usually with speaking out, which is, again, marvelous that I'm working on this podcast because, you know, I'm working towards, I'm working with that relationship. My fear of speaking, the fear of being seen, because I feel like when you're seen, then you're under this microscope and anyone can judge you. But the reality is that you don't got to fuck about what people got to say because ain't no one paying your bills, okay? You ain't paying your bills. Okay, your corporation probably is. Still, the struggle that you got to go through just to pay your own bills, that's that's where I, I, I lie and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Chasse away is what I say. Um, when I say chasse away, it's because I love drag world, drag life. RuPaul Drag Race is my thing. And he's like, chasse away. Like, you just walk and keep your confidence up high to the maximum and just get a step. Okay? You walk away from that person who told you or makes you feel such, like such things. So, um, yeah. So, the minute we enter the new moon, new moon, uh, New moon and full moons are polar opposites to each other. So the minute we are in new moon, guess what? We're working our way towards that full moon, towards that intention you've set. So we start, we we experience a new moon. We release uh, whatever does not serve us. We start some new, we start some new plans. We are like, you know what? What did I learn from my fear? How can I take this and now transmute it and put it towards a more positive light? Um. So yeah. Once you're done with the new moon, because the new moon is when you can't see the sun, then you start walking towards the waxing crescent, which means, all right, girl. So, oh, God. So if you planned and you said, I have a clean slate and I know that I could do X amount of work, or let's say I want to lose 20 pounds by three, four full moons from now. What can I do now? I want to lose three pounds from those are your intentions. You planned it. You said it in the new moon. I want to lose 20 pounds. Cool. So in the waxing crescent, what you're going to do is set those intentions. All right. So for me, setting intentions, actually putting some actions in place that will allow you to then move down this route to get a little closer to your uh, goal. For me, losing weight will be then. All right. So during the waxing crescent, what I'll do is that I'll change my relationship with food to start observing of how I relate to food when I'm anxious. What do I crave when I am stressed? What do I crave? Um, when I'm happy, what do I crave? Making sure that I fix those relationships with, um, uh, with, with myself. And therefore, maybe I sign up for a gym. Planet Fitness is $10. Maybe I say, hey, let me go to the gym. Or maybe I start a new running club. And I have other people that have to rely on me. You know, that's beautiful. I love running clubs. Um, or running teams in, in your, I'm from New York. So like Bronx running teams. You know, I love the community, helping the community stay healthy. Um, so yeah, things like that you can execute during a waxing crescent. So then you enter something called the first quarter. And this is when you're really taking action. Like by the time the first quarter hits, I'm at the gym. I've been at the gym for three days, three to four days, five days, six, seven days. I'm over here watching what I'm eating because in my head I'm like, I gotta... I were an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. I don't have to be itsy bitsy because nobody wants to be itsy bitsy. But I, if I can drop 20 pounds, I'm happy. Why? Because my BMI is going to lower down. The amount of fat I have is going to lower down. The cholesterol is going to lower down. Um, overall, make my body be a more functional body instead of crippled. 
And not saying that if you're fat, you're crippled. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying I'm just trying to work towards a healthier lifestyle. Now, see me now, baby? I still look good and delicious. I ain't nobody stressing about weight. But I do know that I'm, I have PCOS. So for me, keeping my weight down is important because my weight affects my hormones, right? All the fat that I'm eating goes into my blood system that affects the conversation between my brain and my body saying, what kind of hormone do I populate today? My body's like, not progesterone. Keep pushing the estrogen, Joe. But you just never know what progesterone is because we can't balance this out right now. Um, and we can have another podcast to talk about PCOS. That's that's very interesting. Um, and I hope, you know, PCOS is a syndrome that shouldn't be a syndrome. And like, girls, we're suffering because I feel like our medical system is not really pushing hard to work and find a solution to help ladies. Instead, they're just popping pills in our mouth and saying, don't worry, you're going to have a kid. And when you're ready to have a kid, come talk to me. But I don't want to come talk to you when I'm ready to have a kid because what I want to learn is... How can I heal myself or how can I heal so I don't have to come back paying another $50 bill to pay another $700 bill just so I can get pregnant? And we have, our bodies are so powerful and we should never give up on our bodies at all. And I hold that very dearly because in my head I'm like, wow, if I would have given up, like would I be getting my periods regularly, right? Will I be working towards this healing? Like the last new moon, all right? My intentions were that moving forward, I was not going to ingest animal products, dairy products, wheat products. I was going to let my body reprogram and I've been feeding it a lot of herbs that are good for balancing and making the body alkaline, about a lot of red clover, a lot of Damiana to help, you know, support my body to balance the hormones that I needed to balance because I don't want artificial hormones in my system. Whew, a whole podcast. Jumping back to moon magic though, <laughs> the next phase that you're going to be kind of looking at is the waxing gibbonous and what you do here is kind of reference um, and like really just prepare yourself. You should be already moving really fast um, and forward and you should be like on a momentum at this point. You're like hitting the point. If you're not, it's okay. Don't ever feel bad when you're not doing something. Like, please, you have an internal time to continue to work on that craft that you are working on. Okay. But for me, really, the waxing gibbon is about to tell me, like, oh, here comes the full moon. Have you achieved your goals? Where are you? You know? And I'm happy because I know that you can change your life in two weeks, right? And you can change your life in three months a lot. You can you can lose weight in seven months. I've done it before. You can change your life the minute you choose to make a change. Your mind is so powerful. Let me tell you how brilliant you are. You are able to make anything happen. So waxing givenness, that's all it is. It's just momentum towards that full moon. And when you get to the full moon, hoorah. We get we we did it, we just achieved the full circle. We're back, you are harvesting. You probably, like my kind of way of harvesting, if I set a goal of 20 pounds to lose in two moon cycles or three moon cycles, um, meaning I want to see three full moons, is that, okay, let me just check in. Full moon season, let me check in. Where am I? Did I lose two pounds? Am I really eating healthy? Am I really taking care of myself? Making sure that I'm not going to mess up. And how can I plan the future? And then you can just literally follow the cycle, introspect, 
um, releasing let go what no longer serves you. Maybe you were eating like me, yogurt pretzels when you're stressed. You know dairy ain't good for you, girl. Dairy just sets you back, let it go. So that's kind of how I use the moon phases overall to help you plan and execute, you know, from creative production, <laughs> um, from creative production to, you know, my own healing and my own spiritual healing and also the zodiac signs and like the houses that the moon falls under does play a role in, in the type of energy that you are going to feel. So saying all of that to say that I am extremely thankful for everyone who joined the, you know, the healing circle that I had today, the new moon healing, cir healing circle that I had with the decolonizing bruja. And it was amazing. I loved everyone that participated. It was just so perfect. And I am praying and looking at my altars and looking into the skies to the ancestors, just calling upon them and saying, please continue to protect everyone um, and give them a lot of love, allow them to really notice themselves this period um, and allow them to find that golden light inside them and, you know, have them be persuaded to radiate their lights to everyone so they can show love and like work on themselves, you know? So you couldn't be on the right path, but you could be on the right path. And this is something I'm actually reading a quote from my computer. I was closing my eyes. I was speaking, but you could be on the right path, but you won't go anywhere if you don't move. So live your dream, right? That's so cute. I don't even know where I got that from y'all. So cute. It's been on my mind since like high school. I was like, you could be on the right path, right? I could be doing, getting all this money, right? Getting all this, like what I'm doing, getting all this money working for this and that. Um, but like, I won't go nowhere if I don't decide to move my ass, which means how do I, how can I achieve all of this in a short amount of time? Find a plan, execute, know that you can't be still or comfortable. When you find yourself being comfortable or still, are you really, really comfortable? Is everything else flowing? Live your dream. Go out there and pursue anything you set out. Man, learning about the coronavirus and being in this period, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I don't want to shine a lot of light to it, but it's, you know, I don't want to shine a lot of light to it just because it's been loud. It's where we, you know, the media is doing it what the media does best. It's shining a lot of light to this flu. And this flu is spreading because we're not, we, we haven't been really taught by the education system or the government to really be eating foods that are going to help our body protect itself what we do is eat a lot of food that produce a lot of mucus um, either in the brain in the chest in the nose in the cyst I, I get it in my cyst um, I get a lot of mucus that's what PCOS is the polycystic ovary syndrome the mucus appears in different ways and you get mucus by eating like the salty and the dairy and the fat and the fried and all of that and you know, not shining no bad light to it but we also have to be cognizant of where we are. We have to be, we have to realize that this now is a man-made disease that exists and is spreading. How can I protect myself? And why the fuck is it man-made? Question mark. So, uh, time check here. It's 9.15. I am going to see how long I've been up and running. It's been 20 minutes. Guys, I really do hope that you enjoy this lovely long podcast because I lost myself while talking 
usually like to cut it to 10, but this time I did 20 because I haven't been on for a long time. <laughs> um, again, so family, I am here just to share positive light, be the light during this dark time, be the light for myself, be the light for everyone around me, and don't allow anyone to dim that light, okay? Me, what I'm going to do is do a little slow blow, light up the lighter, make sure that your flame is bursting out right bursting out i want you to be your best self this year and i want this to be the best decade that we ever experienced why because we're entering into a very innovative stage i think we're low-key entering the age of aquarius i don't know a lot of spiritual people are really coming to the forefront but with that said i wish you love light and happiness i love you and thank you so much for listening soul family you make me feel so much happier that I am facing this fear during a new moon energy. Let it all start with you. Bye.